Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of DNA's The Dosage Podcast. Back live here with Caleb. Hello. And Rob. Yo. And Trav. That's me. Yep. Anyways, welcome back, guys. How you been? I've, I've been, you know, we're, we're slowly getting used to this whole world we're living in. Yeah, it is quite the change. Um, it sucks <laughs> in so many ways. So, so many ways. But at least we get to still do this, and we get to still do a lot of the stuff DNA-related. We just don't get to do a lot of the other things that we enjoy doing right now, which sucks. Yeah. So for those that don't know that are listening to us on audio, you can catch us when we do these live on twitch.tv slash dose of nerdacumen. And we have the pleasure of returning to Animal Crossing as our backdrop if you're watching the video or if you want to go check out the video. We're visiting actually Caleb's Island this week. Woohoo! So mine was a beach setup and uh, Caleb's is a baseball diamond. And he's got surprises. Thankfully, we are not visiting mine. Oh, yours is not finished? But mine has not started. <laughs> oh, God. I literally have done... I haven't even unlocked terraforming yet, let alone done any of it. Man, what have you been doing with your life? Uh, I log in, I plant my tree, I find my daily recipe in a bottle, talk to all my villagers, uh, shake a tree, and log out, basically. <laughs> Wow, such an exciting experience for you. Yeah, you're, I know. You're a people's people. I mean, I play almost every day, and I don't talk to all my villagers. So, like, we have that. Well, especially Stitches, my stuffed teddy bear villager. I gotta talk to him every day. Can't let him move out. I'm still trying to figure out, like, which villagers I really want that are out there, you know? I know which ones I don't want that I have. And so that's a... You know, just hoping for... The, the stars to align for them to leave. Yeah, Andrea had someone move out already. It was the, uh, I can't remember, the, one of the Rams or whatever. Drive you a little chilly there? Yeah, my character, I don't know what's going on. I'm sneezing, you see that? That's not good. <laughs> Social distancing. Probably a wise move to move away. Sorry, Caleb. That's all right. Uh, so she got one of the characters to move out, and I'm like Caleb, it sounds like. I don't really go out of my way to talk to each villager every day. I just kind of gather things, gather the fossils, do some uh, like tending to the plants and trees and catch some fish, and then I'm done. Oh, I, I check the shops, so I, I make sure I buy cool things each day. Yeah, I do always try to check the shops. I was going turn up crazy for a while. You guys kind of noticed I was spamming you if you had found a couple of people who were selling for pretty high without needing any tips. And so I had already taken care of mine. So I was trying to help further out. But um, I'm taking a taking a break from uh, taking a break from turnips. You know, I've only participated I I in the turnip thing once. Um, but that's I think that's it. Like I know there's a lot of money to be gained from it. I just, I don't know. I just haven't gotten to the stalk market. Yeah, Kevin is right now sitting at just under 8 million bells. Oh, I think I'm at like 
I had that many, but I've spent it all. I'm down to around one. Well, that's the thing. Like, he made almost five million today on turnips. Jeez. I mean, once everything's, like, paid off, I don't really have the need for that many millions of bells anymore. Well, and that's that's a huge part of why Nintendo started uh, adjusting all kinds of things in the quote-unquote economy of the game. Um, you know, I mentioned, I started mentioning that to, to Kevin, actually, in a, a chat, and he was like, I mean, there's not even really an economy. I don't know why they're messing with it. There's no, like player-based economy and i'm like okay yeah but like look at you right now your house is fully paid off sitting on almost eight million bells name something you're going to want to buy that you don't think you're going to be able to afford right and if you have all this money you basically have nothing left to do except for collect for the museum which is extremely finite and especially where the fossils are concerned unless you've got a network of people sharing fossils too you know you're uh you're gonna run out at some point. Like you're gonna, you can only get up to was it four or five fossils a day? Yeah, I believe it's four. Yeah, it is four. You're right. You're right. It's four. Ron, yeah. Did you really go potty and come back? <laughs> <laughs> no, he sneezed, so I got up and left. Oh, I see. <laughs> no, he's he's not Eric. He doesn't piss during the stream. <laughs> Jeez. But yes. Uh, we could do a whole episode, really, on Animal Crossing. Yeah, but definitely. But that's not what's scheduled tonight. We actually have a uh, scheduled hey, idea. And uh, shout out to Chat 181's here with us. Hello, Halo. Um, speaking of, I can't wait for the Halo Infinite stuff coming up soon. Much excited. Um, but what we're here for today, I was scrolling through social media, and then I was learned of the 80th anniversary of Batman recently. Correct me if I'm wrong. That was the thing that There's happened. so many. Uh, yeah, so. that was the thing that happened. Okay. And we actually, um, a week or two ago with Atticus, we built the Batmobile Whoa. from the 89 Batman film in Legos. And that was a lot of fun. So it got me thinking, and then scrolling through social media, I saw a shout-out to IGN... They gave me the idea. I was like, this could be fun for a podcast. And uh, here we are now actually going to be talking about it. And the theme is Batman. And along with Batman, we want to talk about uh, best or favorites as far as Batman is concerned. So which film had the best dot 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 is going to be our thing. We, we came up with a few categories. Um, Caleb, you added voice, gadget, tools, belt. Um, yeah, I thought of another one. I guess well, I'll, I should have uh, pitched it to you guys pre-air, but here we are already on air. Um, what about favorite Bruce Wayne? Let's start with that. Let's kick things off with that. Best Bruce Wayne. Yes. Yeah. Who played the best Bruce Wayne? And this is all I, opinion based. This is just yeah, absolutely opinion based. I think for me, um, I was always a fan of the George Clooney Bruce Wayne just kind of super suave and um, I think uh, yeah for me that's probably where I go for favorite Bruce Wayne yeah he wasn't bad he was the worst Batman in my opinion it was a terrible Batman but yeah he was he was okay for Bruce Wayne I'll give you that what do you guys um, where are your feelings at for good old Brucey 
Is that, is that me next then, like we normally do? Yeah, let's continue our normal rotation to okay. not confuse listeners. Um, believe it or not, I'm actually going to go with Caleb on this one. Um, speaking strictly in live action, um, George Clooney, close second would be Keaton. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I love Kevin Conroy's portrayal, but... Uh, I'm not going to use that one here specifically because uh, it doesn't really come across. Mannerisms don't really come across from an animated perspective. So that's uh, I'm, I'm just going to side with Caleb on that one. I think Clooney was the best live action Batman. Bruce Wayne. You mean Travis, Bruce Wayne? Travis, where did you land? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah, you dropped out for a second, but I hear you now. Yeah, you mean you mean Bruce Wayne, not Batman, right? Or that's what I meant. Yes, yeah, okay. I just <laughs> he was the best Bruce Wayne. I just want a clarification to avoid confusion. Um, so for me, like initial thoughts are Adam West. He was good, but I think I like Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne the best, just because he of was the, definitely my third. Just because of the time period, um, we're leaning heavily into like pre Batman Beyond Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. And that's if you've seen Batman Beyond, I, I really like that Bruce Wayne as well because that's a give zero, you know, fucks Bruce Wayne. Yeah, no, I yeah. agree. Something weird. I was talking with my coworkers kind of about the show to kind of get their idea um, of uh, you know where they stood on some of the stuff, and uh, one of my buddies kept bringing up um, that version, you know, and how when you take that part of the storyline, he really probably did the best job portraying that version of, of the, probably the only version uh, of that storyline but uh yeah I also thought he did a really good job with what they gave him yeah yeah I don't know people like to people like to hate on him but I don't know Ben Affleck was... I really really enjoyed him I, I think of uh, all the Batman we've had in recent history um Bale's movies were better but I actually even think Affleck was better across the board as Bruce Wayne and as Batman than Christian Bale was. Yeah, I'd say when you combine the two, you probably had a, a, a together a better performance, but you know, I have a hard time comparing in my mind just because, you know, that that time frame of Batman um, for him is just so different than what we've seen before. And I thought he did a good job. You know, I don't think we've ever seen or most people had never seen that version of Bruce and Batman. So it was, it was cool to see it well done for my, at least for the first time for me. Yeah. So with, with Batman, we, we often think about something very iconic and that is his gadgets, his tools and his belt. Yes. Which one or ones utilized the best gadgets and, and tools or had the best belt? Man, for me, this is this is so hard. I I, I, uh, I struggle to come up with um, any sort of single thing that I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, I've been kind of racking my brain over this one all day, even though I know it was my idea. Uh, so I'm interested to see see where you guys go first because uh, I'm having a hard time. I mean, uh, I can narrow. I can draw mine. Mine's an easy one. Yeah. So Adam West, hands down, that that version of Batman had the best gadgets and thing every episode was a new thing that he had to use to overcome the odds yeah i mean that's uh that's a version that i'm not super familiar with but i do know that you know they probably featured more gadgets in his batman 
uh, universally than anything else. Yeah, I mean, it had the benefit of being episodic rather than just a single standalone yeah. movie, but... Um, well, yeah, volumetrically, of course he's going to win that one, right. for sure. But I just thought it was the clever design of things, and, like, it, I mean, the show is incredibly cheesy, but it, it worked for the time period and um, for what they were trying to accomplish. So, hands down, yeah. I, think, I think his version of Batman had the best gadgets and, and whatnot. Yeah, All right, so if we if we continue in rotation, then technically Caleb, you're next for the the gadgets. Yeah, for me, I don't know. I'm I'm torn between the sort of kind of Batman Begins Dark Knight world because um, there was such what I felt like was really futuristic ideas um, that I had never thought of before. Um, but something just keeps bringing me back to the '90s movies, um, and I believe it was oh, I can't remember which one. Which one had like the sweet batarang like the little ninja stars was that batman forever or is that batman returns oh, good question uh remember yeah pre yeah i think it was batman forever guess we should have watched all these before the episode <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that, it was like in my mind i'm like shoot i really i'm gonna rewatch all these probably this summer for sure um but i would like you know probably should have done way more pre-show work i'm relying on my nostalgic brain and it's not it's pretty much failing me right now i mean i think that's ultimately important too what stands out the most with your nostalgia brain as opposed to just yeah. freshly watching something because you could have a different opinion because true I mean, Nostalgia, Rob. like, that changes over the years. Like, something that you enjoyed as a child may not have the same effect just because of your understanding of the world, different perspectives on things. Like, you change as a person, you know, even sometimes so slightly, but sometimes significantly, which ultimately could have an effect on your fandom of things. So. Yeah. True. But what you got, Rob? Uh... Well, since I'm out of stalling uh, <laughs> by listening to you two, um, I don't know, man. Uh, to be really honest with you, when when I was thinking about it originally, I was thinking about it as we wound up discussing it as uh, which era slash specific movie had the best overall tools and whatever. In which case, you know, I, I would also agree with Travis, which is weird because that's twice <laughs> in a row. I'm going to have the same answer as somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I was going to say Adam West, and if for absolutely no other reason than because bat shark repellent is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, Adam West had the most fun gadgets. Um, but then I started thinking about it more, and I was like, well, crap, what if we're just talking about what is the best gadget? I think that's another way to take this, too. Maybe that's something to, to look at. I, kind of, I guess I took a hybrid road out. Well, I'll tell you well, what isn't. So the Batman credit card that was featured... That was some and bullshit. That was, gonna be, that was actually originally going to be my answer for which was the best gadget because, let's be real. <laughs> Never leave home without card. it. That was so stupid. Right. God, that was it awful. It was horrible, but it's so useful. Um, but my real answer for what is the best single gadget in, in Batman's arsenal, I think, has to stand as the grappling hook. Yeah, I think yeah. that's the most effective and commonly used one out of them. I think for me, when I think about the grappling hook, it's probably the thing that makes him seem most super of all, like his ability to basically kind of fly with it without powers. Um, yeah, I, I never thought about it that way. That's uh, that's a good point. 
I'll tell you the grappling hook was a piece of garbage when I was trying to play Batman Forever on Super Nintendo in Classics Lounge last week. <laughs> Stupid Batman thing would not Forever work. Was a piece of garbage. Oh, that game is crap. Is, game dude, how to long? Sabotage the best gadget. <laughs> yeah, I, I sat there in that same section, which is two minutes into the game, for a good twenty minutes before everyone was like, "Let's just move on." It was awful. Like even in the what are you supposed to do here uh, in the guides? I don't know why I couldn't think of that word for a second. Even in the guides, it was like stand under the hole and press what was it? Select and B. And I'm like, okay, first of all, who the shit programmed these controls? <laughs> Select and B. Who in their right mind is ever gonna think about that? Yeah, it was it was bad. I was yeah, it was bad. And like visually, the game looked pretty good. But yeah, it man. looked great for a Super Nintendo game. But man, that. <sighs> Most effective tool, yes, but not in that game. <laughs> Jeez. So, some of our other categories, unless we want to add more to gadgets or anything like that. I mean, do you guys have a single gadget that you'd vote on, or are we just all agreeing the grappling hook is the best? I, I Personally, the grappling hook, or the, the yeah, batarang. The, the more I think about it, the grappling hook... Um... <laughs> I mean, I mean I'm not mad, obviously. That was my answer for a reason. I mean, in the Arkham games, it's the most commonly used one besides the battering. Yeah. In order of importance, you've got the grappling hook, the batarang, and then the cape for gliding. Yeah, I guess yeah. that would be considered a gadget. A utility. Well, especially when you look at it from the perspective of the uh, Bale trilogy. Or True. Nolan trilogy, really I guess where, you could say. Really yeah. where it got big. Yeah. So speaking of that trilogy, um, probably one of the most iconic things in that trilogy is Bale's voice. Yes, uh, is the Batman. reason I wanted I wanted this to be talked about. Where is he? <laughs> so who had the best voice? Like, who was your favorite? Yeah, the best, who had the best voice. voice. Yeah. Um, I, I think for me, it's it's reminding my brain that it's it's best voice, not most memorable, because that whenever I think of Batman voices, clearly Christian Bale's always pops in my head. But by no means am I like, yeah, that is the best uh, voice. I think it always threw me off. I, I've grown, I think, to like it over the years, but it's not something that I'm like, you know, die hard about. I think for me, best voice is gonna go to. I don't know. I'm kind of stuck between um, George again and probably uh, Michael Keaton. That was probably where I land. Okay. Oh, Lockhead exclamation point pop up. What does Whoa. that mean? <laughs> Are you alarmed by his response? Um, no, no. I just, I think a part of me especially because we keep talking about nostalgia as a major factor in this. And uh, with the fact <laughs> that I specifically asked if we were including animated in this conversation, um, I'm surprised that the answer is not unanimously going to be uh, Kevin Conroy. Yeah, I mean, he's probably the one that's been used the most throughout um, the animated series, animated films and things in general. Um, I think he might be the most iconic voice in the history of Batman. True. And again, this is something I hadn't even uh, calculated um, the animated series into my head, but uh, I would have to kind of go back and re-listen to that because that's just not fresh in my brain. Oh, 
a big part of it for me is that it is when I think Batman, my knee jerk above and beyond anything else is always the animated series first and then games or movies, depending on context, uh, comes afterwards. Um, but, you know, even when you leap from the TV shows over to uh, the video games, it's still Kevin Conroy. They replaced him in Arkham Origins with somebody else. Yeah, he was somebody but else. Kevin Conroy was the voice of Batman in basically every other Batman game that's ever been. As I was saying, he's he's the most iconic. Like you'll know that voice as soon as you hear it. And when he's not yeah. portraying Batman in something that's not a like a live action film, um, well, I don't want to say got it's... him to portray Batman in uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Really? Not Legends of Tomorrow. Well, maybe it was Legends of Tomorrow. Um, in the most recent uh, crossover series that they did uh, late last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths they had multiple versions of various heroes that included uh, a cameo uh, from Ezra Miller as the Flash towards the end of it um, which was a huge huge surprise uh, apparently they kept that real quiet um, but they actually had Kevin Conroy as Beyond Era Batman huh. Huh. like he had uh, like a metal suit and everything to help him walk because he was you know old beat up Right, right, which makes sense. Yeah, I didn't know was, that. It was Kevin Conroy. I, I fell out of that show very quick because I felt it was not great. Um, Legends is not great in the beginning. I keep hearing that it got a lot better as it went on, but I fell out of the Arrowverse as a whole so, a couple of years ago. But I still read stuff from time to time, and I saw that, and I was like, that's awesome that we actually got to see Kevin Conroy play a live-action Batman for once. I mean, that's a sweet payoff as a fan of Batman, so uh, very cool to hear that. It, it might sp- sp- I can't talk. Uh, spark my interest now that we have a little bit of free time, and after I'm done um, watching The X-Files again, uh, it I, I could be uh, something I might watch. Well, keep in mind, I don't know what episode, uh, like which show, I should say, in the crossover he appeared in. It might have been all of them. It might have only been one. They didn't really focus on the multiple universes in every episode, from what I understand. Gotcha. Um, and they hopped around a lot. I mean, uh, Tom Welling, and I forget her name, the lady that played Lois Clark in Smallville, also appeared to reprise oh. Lois and Clark. Interesting. Yeah, the, the Crisis on Infinite Earths was... A huge thing in terms of uh, reaching back across pop culture for all of these various characters. I mean, Even the universes were pop culture referenced. The one of them was a reference to the year the director of the show was born uh, of the show that that universe was based in. Um, one of them was the year one of the character or the issue number that one of the characters first appeared in in the comics. You know what I mean? Like Crisis on Infinite Others was. Uh, the most Easter egg laden reference heavy thing they've done in the Arrowverse to date. I only made it through season three in Arrow and then I just kind of stopped watching that universe of shows. Um, Netcut and Chat asks, How far am I in the X Files rewatch? Um, I just finished season seven, episode four, and it is the countdown to the millennium. They had the crossover with that show from back then, the millennium. Um, 
And it was the episode that concluded in Mulder and Scully having their actual real first kiss. So pretty significant episode in the franchise. Uh, significant season too as far as the future and uh, the wrap up of the original run of the, sh the series or show. Um, but yeah, I really enjoy it. Um, a year or so ago I got the box set on Blu-ray and man, they cleaned that thing up so good and made everything uh, full widescreen. So that's good to hear. Yeah, like, they 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 put some money into it, and it it wasn't a cheap set by any means either. But uh, it was one of my favorite shows from the '90s, so I, I had to have it. Understandable. But, uh, off topic, we can talk about that too in our uh, what you doing ending segment because I can talk more yeah. about that. Um, but yeah, um, voice. Is it my turn? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Like you got more or no uh, no not about not about voices okay so so initially um bail obviously is my gut reaction but one of the things out on the stream but i can't hear you uh, hopefully i'm not cutting out can you hear me caleb um you also cut out there i was trying to watch stream to see if anybody said anything oh okay it might be just my connection to you hopefully i didn't cut out uh if i did that sucks no one gets my description um Net I mean, it, it, it could just be the Discord connection. Like I said, mine's... Does, Nick says he hears is fine. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Perfect. Net Kutis says, I had to run to buy the two films from Disc Traders during a rewatch. Right on. Yeah, I uh, I finished the first film recently. That takes place after season five, between five and six. I'm um, talking about X-Files there a little bit. I'll talk more with, with my conclusion here tonight. Trust me, X-Files is good. <laughs> that movie was not... <sighs> You're so wrong, but that's okay. I hated that movie. <sighs> anyway, so who's who's your voice? What's your answer? So, Bale initially, but I really liked the mods that they did, and uh, they really showcased the disguise of his voice. I'm talking about Ben Affleck again. So the tech that they mm. use in the bat suit, I thought that was really cool, and the testing they did, like it's just cool audio sound effects uh, for the distortion on the voice. Um, yeah, that was pretty slick. I mean, it's simple stuff. Anyone can add audio distortion if you have, you know, GarageBand or know, know any, like, little bit of audio engineering. Like, you and I could do stuff like that. Uh, but it just sounded cool. And uh, sometimes that's all it takes, right? A little bit of ear candy. Yeah. Isn't mm -hmm. that right, Caleb? A little bit of ear candy for the ladies. A little bit of ear candy. <laughs> How you doing? Make sure you hit that follow button. Awkward. Fun fact. I have a, a, a playlist that I listen to often that I, I built. I, I call it Ear Candy. So I often say, like, uh, hey, Google, play Ear Candy. And then it's just like playing my songs. Oh, and there Google goes. My bad. <laughs> well, there you go. I think I might have a, a guest. Do I have a guest? Oh, I do. Oh, who is it? Come, come here. Come say hi. Hello. Uh oh. Who could it be? Hi. Oh, that was so loud. You can't you can't yell into the mic like that. We just blew everyone's speakers. We're talking about Batman. Batman? Yeah, what do you know about Batman? What do you know about Batman? I can't go. Tell them about Batman real quick before no. you go. No? <laughs> Tell them about Batman. Oh, anything about Batman. All right, that was exciting. Hey. No, 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 no. 
You want to watch the original Batman tomorrow? Yeah. There we go. We got a fan. Of reason enough to listen to this podcast to hear the the young love of Batman dart, uh, then then what what else are you doing here? Did you hear a mask? Yeah. Did it, okay, I didn't know if it picked it up. So there you go. Yeah. That, I want to watch original Batman. So cool. I, I didn't even prompt. <laughs> yeah, Bat Dad is awesome, Nick. You are a hundred percent correct. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean that's uh that's my stance on the the voice. Uh, again, I, people like to crap on Ben Affleck but like I never understood it I like I straight up got into arguments with people like Ben Affleck was trash and I'm like no those movies are trash Ben Affleck was awesome whoa the movies weren't even trash you stop right there Batman versus Superman was hot garbage no it was not I think it's a very hard movie to make and I think they did a great job with the task they had at hand they had to introduce like 12 different people formulate one sort of fight then resolve it so they can have an actual fight with the real do-betters um i I thought it was uh, i thought they did a great job tell me do you believe see and therein is my issue with it they didn't have to they chose to because they decided that they wanted to emulate marvel but they didn't want to take the same amount of time marvel took yeah i no i'm not even comparing because that's what people immediately do I enjoyed the movie, and when they had the sequence and he just demolished the Batmobile in that scene, holy shit. I was jumping out of there my seat in the theater. set pieces in the movie that were good. The movie as a whole was not. Yeah, I disagree. There were definitely some badass moments. The setup for Wonder Woman, like, they were so much awesome in that film. Neck kind of from chat says, if you go into a comic book movie to watch an Oscar film, go fuck yourself. If you went in for a comic <laughs> book movie, you enjoyed it. And I did enjoy it. I grew up with Batman as one of my favorite comic books I read. Um, he is, to this day, my favorite hero character. He is not a superhero. He is a hero. He possesses zero superpowers. I will fight to the death with anyone on that topic. He's super smart. He's super rich. I was going to say, he's super also, wealthy. Also, yes. <laughs> But, no, see, that's the problem. I went into all the DC movies wanting comic book movies, and I fucking loved Wonder Woman. I thought, uh, actually, I haven't seen Aquaman. I actually even enjoyed Justice League. Justice League was great. Justice League. I like Justice League. Aquaman was... It wasn't great, eh. but it was good. I was bored with Aquaman. What's that? I was bored with Aquaman. My wife wasn't for some reason. Yeah, as my I life can't imagine why. My <laughs> wife would like to say she really liked the movie Aquaman. Yeah, yeah, my wife really liked it too. I don't want to talk about no, it. No, I just I, the hunk. I don't know. I personally felt like it was a mess. They tried to do way too much, and none of it really landed, in my opinion. Yeah, to each their own, man. To each their own. I thoroughly enjoyed Not it. None of it. Like I said, it had its moments. Um. My, my real problem with it was that it, it, it had an equally large amount of moments that kind of were like, okay, what the fuck? Not could I ask, have you guys seen the latest video that dropped the other day with Batman and Future Joker and many others? Find the one that was like 12 minutes. I have not seen it. Have you I'm guys not, seen yeah, it? I'm not sure what you're talking about. Feel um, free to post it. If you shoot it to me in a message, Neck, on Facebook, I'll, I'll paste the link in the chat, though. I was going to say, you if, put it in the chat, it, I mean. you can uh, put it in the DNA Facebook group, too. Yeah. Say he's gonna get it you right can now. do that, too. You cool. can just drop it in the DNA Facebook group. That would actually even be better. Cool. I will definitely check it out. Um, so, so that was 
That was your voice thing. That what was are, voice. What are we on now? So let's we'll, we'll work our way up. Um, suit. Caleb. <laughs> uh. Yeah, we missed the joke. I'm sure it was funny though. Uh, something about a car? No, I want to go to suit. Oh, suit. Okay, I'm down with that. He, okay, I was wondering why you're quiet because I was setting you up for something. Yeah. <laughs> I heard you laugh, but I, I didn't hear. I, I, I was just like, yeah, we're gonna go. We're back. gonna go back to the car. I, I, I'm eager I, for your response on this one. I agree. Suit. Okay, suit for me. Um, I do think I've been back and forth today in my head oh, about a lot I know of what this is. But for me, um, I do think that the best suit. Um, shoot, I hate saying this. I do think the best suit is going to be the Dark Knight. That's that's my favorite suit. I think part of me thinks it's a little bit too modern looking, um, but I, I like. I try not to include all the features into it, um, but I like how more realistic it looks. Like that they can actually move versus some of like the vinyl leather version of the of the '90s ones that are just like kind of weird and unrealistic looking. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and. Uh, slightly reluctantly stick with the Dark Knight. Okay. Okay. That's that's a fair one. I think uh, for live action movies, I gotta give it to to Batflex costume personally. Like the one, the full uh, armor one, or no, 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 just like his regular one. His standard. Okay. He's definitely it, the it most felt the built most like too, what he would be wearing at that point anyway you know what i mean it was breathable it moved and he's he a big dude head, which was huge <laughs> ben affleck's a big dude too massive yeah he got jacked um netcutter says as far as he can tell that video is a plug for dc universe online um that is actually the opening cutscene from the game when you start the game up the the for the first time it plays that whole cutscene before you even create a character or anything that sets up the whole universe of what's going on. That sequence is fucking awesome. Yeah, that sequence is really cool. Yeah, it's super old, unfortunately. MX, thanks for the host. Welcome to the dosage. Kevin has arrived. Welcome to the dosage. Um, So yeah, no, I I like to suit too, and, and the dude was jacked in that movie. Uh, the the suit though that's just to me that is iconic and I think it's probably because it's the first Batman thing I had ever seen, and that's the Keaton Batman, eighty nine. It's a good one. Just the standard black and yellow, black and yellow. Um, that's just I don't know something iconic about that and that stands out. It might not be the best suit, uh, that might lean towards the Dark Knight, um, but my personal favorite is. 89 Batman. What's interesting is that uh, my second favorite suit is the uh, animated series one, which leans very heavily in the same direction as the Keaton one, except, you know, gray, black, and yellow instead of just black and yellow. Well, Uh, right. I mean, that that series came out of that film. I mean, they even used the, the, the music, the score, or whatever. So I, I do I think I'll always I will always miss the the yellow on the emblem I think that's something that's another kind of iconic thing that we never got to see that way again um, I, I think it's a good that's a good suit Trav good choice I, I don't hear you crying foul about the lack of the purple gloves and boots though 
<laughs> George Clooney's bat ass shot from his film and the nipples, the goddamn nipples. Oh, uh, bat nipples. I did have a request for bat nipples as a category. There just wasn't enough, you know, things to pick from. So, I guess the, he'll take best and worst. Yeah, I mean that was just awful. Yeah, and like I don't I even want to hate on Forever Batman and Robin because there were elements that were actually good, and we'll get to that in another category. Holy rusted metal! <laughs> Holy rusted metal, Batman! <laughs> uh, that Burt Ward shout out wasn't good for you. I loved that line. I mean, that, my favorite line in all of Tim Burton's movies. That was fine. <laughs> it was something. Um, let's talk about vehicles, though. Which uh, one? Which what one? do you got, Caleb? Yeah. So for me, um, and I'm going to go ahead and, and go hard on this one, uh, probably from my favorite Batman movie uh, comes my favorite Batmobile from Batman Forever. Uh, absolutely love this one. I think one of my favorite scenes is when, um, you know, young Robin or kind of pre-Robin steals it and goes into like the, you know, the glowing dark back alley. Oh, to yeah, kind of be, uh, like the laser video. tag arena. <laughs> yeah, it's like probably one of my favorite scenes, and I just, I don't know, I love how cool that Batmobile looks. Um, I believe that's the one that kind of climbed the vertical building. Uh, I think it also took the 90-degree turn at like 50 or 60 miles an hour by throwing a hook out or whatever, and um, I don't know, I re- really, really liked that elongated, looked so, um, looked otherworldly, but different than the Tumblr did from the Dark Knight series. It looked just like you know, something that couldn't be a car any other way, uh, and I just thoroughly you know i could probably go on forever about that that's the one that had all the white lights all up the, through the front right yeah like white and blue yeah. yeah yeah yeah. that one was sweet looking that was a cool upgrade rob what you got good lord travis look what you've done what did i do oh uh, <laughs> he already deleted it what happened <laughs> My phone buzzed, and I wanted to make sure it wasn't my wife, so I picked it up, and I saw I had Facebook notifications, and uh, I saw your welcome post with 85 comments. 85? And Gavin Faith, yeah, and Gavin Faith is already deleted. <laughs> oh, man, did he get called out? Real fast, yeah. <laughs> Robert Jones, Gavin Faith, so when you make your call, are you going to name him Ace or Nightmare? <laughs> So, oh, it just—I'm sorry. I don't, I'm not trying to bleed gnaw <laughs> into the podcast, but no, this is crap. this is DNA community too. So yeah, for a little bit of backstory, so is all I'm saying. So a little bit of backstory. We're gonna get off topic here real quick. Um, Caleb, you may know part of this, maybe not. Uh, there was a dude that was basically creating multiple Facebook profiles um, for whatever reason. Uh, he's been getting banned on various ones from leagues online for offensive behavior, and. Uh, also spamming characters and creating characters we don't have a hard rule against that but we do when it comes to content violations if you're offensive if you're breaking into our rules you're gone kind of thing yeah. uh, this guy has been basically creating profiles continuously ever since getting permabanned with his main one on uh, his latest one here um, he got called out within uh, 40 minutes of joining the Facebook group <laughs> and his profile is now deleted from Facebook that's funny. 
So the, the story will continue on as he will continue to attempt to enter the, the show again. But um, they all have similar things in common and people have figured the trends out already. So the dude will have to get smarter. Yeah. I don't even remember what we were talking about anymore. Vehicles. Vehicle, vehicle, yeah. vehicle. Sorry. It's um, a little, uh, yeah. little behind the scenes of what we do <laughs> here at DNA and... and uh, policing content and people um being an admin is fun basically it's weird times man <laughs> um i don't know I, it's hard to argue with caleb's logic that is an awesome batmobile uh i was a huge fan of bale's tumbler though but i, I think if i'm being real um, my favorite one is actually the Adam West Batmobile. Oh, that thing is so cool. Very, very cool. It's like if the if the Pope was Batman. Right? Uh, a half of a percent behind it, though, uh, is Keaton's Batmobile. Another cool. <laughs> Adam Wee, you are correct. Adam Wee. So I'm going to jump in and say mine, and it's, it's the Tumblr, dude. The the sequence the is badass. The sequence in Dark Knight specifically when they're having the battle with the Joker and the semis. And um, it, it breaks off into the motorcycle. Yes. Yes. That honestly that's why I almost said the Tumblr though, straight up was because of that. That was awesome as hell. When that happened, when I saw that movie for the first time, I was like, Oh shit. And then as they're going through the tunnels in Chicago, those kids that are pretending to play video games shooting out their car window, and then all of a sudden the explosions start happening. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to jump in before we switch over yeah. uh, and give honorable mentions from the, my same movie, Batman Forever, uh, is there is the bat boat and the... the oh, the bat plane. The bat plane, yeah. That scene, too, is just another one that sticks in my head of like how freaking awesome when uh, when they go underwater and in the sky at the same time. Yeah, that was a good sequence. Like I said, those those two movies, Forever and uh, and Robin, have have moments that shine, but ultimately they are not great films. No, no, they're not. <laughs> Each their own. If you take them, if you take them as they are, they're they're fine. They're they're an okay time, but as part of the series that they were supposed to be part of, they're they hurt my feelings. So, since we're talking about things like action, what is your favorite film as far as action goes? I will tell you, but first of all, everyone uh, go ahead and grab your controllers and follow me in-game. Oh, sh- we're Uh-oh. moving. Let's get up. And get the, on up. For the visual Talk, audience. Talking about action. Everybody come on right up here. You guys can oh. take a seat. <laughs> You guys can take a seat right there. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, I'm going to stand on the microphone and make an announcement. I challenged him again, and I said there I is... I had to mute because I had to laugh so hard. <laughs> I said there is no effing way you could incorporate this into a podcast. And for the listeners, he has a piece of art that he, he created in the game. For the cover art for PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. And he has found a way again to have me acknowledge that into another episode of our podcast here. I I had it a little bit bigger, but I had run out of uh, available tiles to to design with. So I had to chop it (laughs) smaller than I wanted. Incredible. Um, 
Uh, hold on. Do I have... This is the best thing in the history of things, yeah, Caleb. We're going to win the whole finish. podcast. We're going to finish the podcast here. Let's do this one. I smirked <laughs> at you. Are you happy? Like, I'm smirking. So what we're going to do, since you... I'm delighted. You are delighted. Let's let's do this. You are delightful. <laughs> so yeah, come stand that... next to me, guys. Yeah. I gotta take a photo again. This is for the visuals. Oh, we gotta do like the face plus one thing. Okay. Oh, were you looking oh, off? <laughs> it's funny because I'm not doing that on my screen. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. I'm gonna have a seat because I earned it. Damn it. <laughs> okay, um... Caleb, take the mic, it's your turn. Yeah, let's talk about action, it's your turn. I didn't think about that. Um, my action is gonna hands down go to the Dark Knight. I think that, uh, while not necessarily tons of... And maybe I'm wrong, so please correct me. Not necessarily tons of, like, hand-to-hand -hand combat, but I think the action of the movie, um was just phenomenal and otherworldly when they flipped that semi over i was just uh, gonna that say that like, scene holy boom. shit ridiculous come on do it do it do it <laughs> yes absolutely oh, and so from good. what I, I think from what i read up on that movie i think most of the stunts and like action things they did were like feasible like the, i don't think they kind of they may have added some graphics in but i think they actually flipped the semi i think they actually did a lot of the things that happened they did they did they, air compression to flip it in the street of yeah, Chicago yeah. there. Like that was an actual practical effect. Absolutely. So, so awesome. And so practical down, effects age uh, much better than digital. That I think the coolest part of that whole sequence is the fact that, uh, even watching the behind the scenes of how they did, it was interesting. Hey, yeah. listen. Thanks for the host, so, like, Batman. Watching it was interesting. And then watching how they did, it was interesting. Interesting. All right. I'll rock this mic. <laughs> Boom. Oh, that's ridiculous Boom. right now. All right, I'm not going to do that. Um, I'm actually in a move that I actually sort of expect will surprise Travis. Um, I'm going to give it to Batman versus Superman. Ooh. Uh, okay. Um, specifically because of that sequence where he just beats the tar out of all those dudes in that warehouse. That was so fundamentally Batman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. That's okay. the whole defense I have too. Is it just <laughs> it was it was so perfectly Batman. It was such a phenomenal scene, and he just absolutely wrecked those guys. Fair enough. Fair enough. No complaints. All right, I'll take the mic here. Let's see. <laughs> I just got this mic like two days ago. I was so happy when I found it. I'm really excited for you guys to see my music room in my house. Well, you're next for the island tour. So. All right, Goldberg. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> What's your you. answer, champ? I'm done with you. <laughs> uh, so as far as action, um, my favorite film out of all the Batmans, uh, as far as action goes... Um, Dark Knight Rises. I thought Bane was incredible with the destruction and the siege of the city. And uh, the action sequences with him as well as Catwoman. Um, there was just a lot of solid stuff in that particular film. 
and I have a uh, a fun, I guess, story. Not really story, but uh, Caleb knows it very well. So Bane was a uh, favorite character yes. of mine <laughs> for many, many reasons. Um, most specifically, Caleb and I worked together uh, God, five years ago now. Wow. Oh, yeah. It's been forever. Jesus, man. Where's time gone? Um, we worked together for a few years, but it was we started together about five years ago. Uh, we worked for Contract to Google, and one of the things that we got to assist with was the training program there. And one of the most fun aspects of the training program was simulation calls towards the end of the four-week training. And what those consisted of was mock calls. And you or a staff member would call into an extension in the training room to a new hire and put them through scenarios. Well, Caleb and I, as well as a few others, really took it to extremes as far as getting into these scenarios and themes, uh, so far as portraying characters, like Bane. So I found out that I could emulate his voice. Um, I don't know, was it close? Was it pretty good? I think it was pretty, yeah, I think it was... um... I think it was very good for like a entertaining. If I was gonna say, was it directly just like it? No, it wasn't. But it was uh, identifiable and very entertaining. Okay, and I utilized a solo cup to do the echo, and uh, we had fun with it. And the the Bane Bane cup was what it was known as, and it was the the Bane character that would call in, and I would just quote lines from the movie to the caller to really mess with them. It, uh, it got us cracking up on the other side, just watching <laughs> this happen. It was it was uh, very entertaining. One of the probably better things that happened there. And every month we'd get a new class of anywhere from 15 to 25 people. And we'd only do the voice maybe once, maybe twice per class. So it wasn't like overly done and these people didn't know it was coming. Um, there were other people that played other characters, some guys that pretended to be an angry southern woman. Um, there were a lot of things that, that went into it, but ultimately my favorite because of the, the character himself was the, the Bane Cup voice. Um, so that's a long story about the action uh, is my favorite in that film, Dark Knight Rises. So with that, let's talk about, since I had a story for you, which... Sorry, not sorry. That's kind of why you listen to podcasts for, for story-driven or story-related stuff. Um, why don't I take a seat and uh, let's hear about story now. Which film had the best story? Um, for me, uh, I... Using darkness is your ally. I think for me, I, I may take a, a hit for this for some people. I don't know. Um, I, I really liked the story from Batman Begins to kind of see his training, uh, you know, kind of how he became Batman other than falling into a, you know, um, the well at the mansion and the bats flying by and scaring him and stuff. Um, I, I think I really liked that part of the story. Um, so I, I have a feeling it's not many people's favorites, um, but I like that because I'd never heard that or seen that before. Never really knew who Ra's al Ghul was other than just kind of hearing his name around. Yeah, yeah. He's. I don't want to say he's a, a background character, but by because, but no, by no means is he. Um, it's just one they haven't dove into, I guess. Yeah. 
Uh, funny story too. If if um, I was going to have uh, a child and it was a girl, one of the names I brought up that I wanted to use was Talia. So we don't know the daughter. Oh no! Worst time to cut out. We missed it. What was the name? Talia. Yeah. Did you hear me? Uh, oh no! It's going terribly wrong. Can you hear me? <laughs> Can you hear me? It's sideways. It's sideways. I... Can you hear this me? Thing on. Can you hear me? Thing on. Can you hear me? Now I hear you. You hear me? So I said Talia. Talia. Yeah. yeah his his daughter. So Rob, what you got for story? Uh, pass. Go to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Why is it so entertaining to watch you do that? I don't know. Um, no, man, that's really tough. Uh, I mean, I guess rather than answering which one I think is is the best, I'll say which one is my favorite, I guess, and that's going to be Dark Knight. Yeah. Fair enough. And a a huge part of that is uh, really because of the way they portrayed the Joker in that movie. Um, Just kind of wrapping everything up into the general chaos kind of thing playing very heavily into that it kind of even though we as the viewer knew a lot of what was going on it still left you with some major twists in what was going on you know what I mean and I I really enjoyed that having the thing right in front of you and then still not ever really knowing which way it was going to go because at any given moment like he could stab a guy in the eyeball with a pencil or he could threaten to cut an old uh, a rich guy's face off and not and it's just like, what you know, he's not really going to blow up that hospital. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I really enjoyed the narrative of that whole movie from that specific perspective. Yeah, no. Nice, nice, nice pick. Dark Knight. Alright. <clears throat> Dark Knight. Oh my god, sit down. Did you just say it and run away, Travis? We missed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A uh, dark night. Dark night. <laughs> yeah, there, mic drop. No, the, the I was reason. Like, Why is he trying to sit in my lap? <laughs> the the reason for a dark night is I felt that as far as story goes, it balanced so many characters and plots effectively, um, whereas a lot of the other films failed to do so. It gave you compassion for every like villain and every hero as well as side characters enough screen time to tell the story to have care and compassion for each and every one of them and their motives you understood why each of them was doing what they needed to do in the film so i thought it was a really well written story yeah i like that so yeah with that speaking on villains favorite villain yeah, so I'm going to go with definitely favorite. I think it's something that we didn't really nail down going in. I, I do think that this is a much more fun conversation to have when you go for favorites versus best. So my favorite villain, uh, hands down, would be Jim Carrey, the Riddler. Ah, um, good choice. I think 
just uh you know i i really wish they would have brought him or kind of that idea back into some of these movies because i thought he really played this kind of crazy just you know thinking about him bouncing around the bat cave dropping off the bombs and uh how just how much he was enjoying that uh i don't know i, I really like that as well as just like the cra crazy side of him and uh the whole kind of draining the tv but um that was kind of weird but i i liked him and his, his character uh very well done i dig it yeah batman in chat says you got a riddler in the new batman movie Oh. Is that the uh, the Batman, the Pattinson one that's got delayed now? I'm I'm legitimately excited for that movie. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I know. You're wrongly against it for some weird reason. I just I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel. Prove me wrong. Best villain though, huh? Yeah, best villain. Yeah. Villain. Favorite, favorite slash best. Alright, so I'm going to answer this, and then I want you guys to tell me which one you think I mean when I say the Joker. Ah. I'm going to guess. Or is this your favorite or your best? Let's go. Let's go best first. I think you think the best Joker is Heath Ledger. I'm going to go with Nicholson. Travis. Travis is correct. The best Joker was was uh, Nicholson. Oh. My so favorite is Ledger, though. It's not Hamill? So, the reason I excluded Hamill at this point is because of how many different versions of Joker they've had Hamill be at this point without them actually being like seriously different from one another plus uh, in movie terms I don't even remember which of the animated movies Hamill played the Joker he played him in the series. He played he, him in the video games. He was but the in, movies tended to focus on other villains. He was in the Batman um, Beyond Return of the Joker. Um, he was. Oh, in, that's true. That Batman Beyond did have that movie. Yeah, I completely even forgot about. Kevin that movie. said it just now too in chat. So he was in Return of the Joker. He was in. Um, gosh, what other one was he in? I don't know. I don't know, but definitely Return of the Joker because I just watched that recently. I just. Uh, wrapped up watching Batman Beyond with Atticus. Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix did a phenomenal job as the Joker, but I wouldn't count him for this conversation because it wasn't really a Batman movie. Yeah, it was not a Batman movie. Yeah. Um, but no, a, a huge part of the reason that I specifically say I think Nicholson was the best was everything about it from top to bottom fit perfectly. Uh, and it was completely self-contained. We didn't need any prior, uh, prior. Good lord, we didn't need a prior movie to set the stage for who any of these characters were for us to care. We didn't need a follow-up afterwards. You know what I mean? The original Batman could have been the only Batman uh, of the the Burton verse, if you will, and that realistically would have actually been okay, I think. Um, and not in the sense that I'm saying, like, let's wipe all the other movies out by any stretch. Um, but, like, if they just hadn't happened, then, you know, 
the original movie was not harmed by lack of these other movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but Nicholson's character wasn't like hyper contextualized or anything like that. Like I feel like Ledger's kind of was a little bit. And another thing about Ledger's Joker is that it relied extremely heavily on the rest of the cast, and that's why it worked perfectly within the film that it was in, and that's why it's my favorite Joker. But Nicholson's Joker didn't need anyone else. He didn't even really need Batman. Nicholson's Joker was just the Joker, you know what I mean? Yeah, I will say, when I think of the Joker, I think of the laugh, and the laugh is Nicholson. I mean, boom, nailed it. That's, in my mind, what I'll always tie in uh with the joker is the ridiculous laugh and that's just kind of tattooed into my brain is his laugh yeah i mean although if you go for the laugh for me it's going to be hamill at that point especially with us putting him back on the table with return of the joker but yeah 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 i agree for me it's 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 a straight 50 50 tie uh between best and and favorite between nicholson and Ledger. Nice. Fair enough, fair enough. Alright, well Travis, shake it up. Will he give us a new villain? Or is he gonna double? Um, so initially, like, gut reaction, the the, the villain that um, I go to the most that I, I, I like um, is Dark Knight Joker. Um, but I also I also really liked, as mentioned, Bane. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but in addition to that, I really like the Riddler. I'm a big fan of Jim Carrey, so I thought he was a fantastic villain in that film. Um, it's just unfortunate that he was in that film as that character, you, you know, because it, it, it could have been so much more interesting having him as that character somewhere else, but I don't know how or when or what they would do. Um, so, I mean, Dark Knight Joker is probably my number one, but really a close contender. Uh, is one that a lot of people don't mention, and I really enjoy Scarecrow. Yeah, like I really liked probably, that villain. Probably the most freaky and scary. Like, I really didn't. I mean, I was like, you know, pretty much an adult-ish or like a young adult when that came out, and I uh, never really liked watching him spray that stuff. And like, I don't know, it was still, you know, for someone who probably shouldn't be afraid of these movies, it was still kind of freaky and. Uh, um, that's one that I'll always remember, uh, but I think because I was freaked out by it, it didn't, it didn't make my favorite. Well, and Speaking that's of that's why I liked it so much. Moments, though, that was another real interesting thing to to learn about that trilogy was um, the fear gas Batman, mm-hmm. one where he's like covered in tar and like yeah. melting and all that, was ninety ninety five percent practical effect too. Really? Yeah. Yeah, like, there's a uh, huking uh, vomit, like black yeah. vomit out of his mouth. Yeah. Uh, the um, use of Scarecrow as well in the Arkham games, like I thought that was real cool too. Yes, yeah. Scarecrow in the Arkham games was phenomenal. When I heard he was in it, I was like, ah, oh, there's so much potential for this to be garbage, and he wound up being one of the cooler parts of the game for sure. I think most specifically the opening sequence of Arkham Knight. Yeah. Oh God. Now I gotta replay the Arkham games. That's one that you should play through entirety on stream. Just saying. Maybe. Maybe. I. You know what? Here's my problem with that. Arkham Asylum is not a great one to watch because I spend at least seventy-five to eighty percent of that game in detective mode, <laughs> and it's <laughs> it's painful. 
It's painful to play. I can't imagine it being fun to watch. Yeah, if you're um, chatting with people, it might help. That's true. Um, I do want to, to to comment briefly on you pointing out that not many people really consider uh, Scarecrow as one of the movie villains, and I think the reason, uh, what I believe to be the reason that most people don't consider him, is equally the travesty in general, in that he was sorely underutilized. I, I feel like... Uh, but was he? He, he was the only now. villain in the all actor. three of the Nolan films. He uh, was the judge in Rises. He was arrested yeah. at the beginning of the second one. And yep. he was the main as the first. Well, but what I mean is, like, he didn't... He wasn't front and center the same way the other villains were. Even in the first movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I, I Like I said, I enjoyed him. Um, I don't know if you would want to feature him more prominently or how he would, other than how they utilized him in the, the games. Uh, that could be an effective yeah. way. But then you're toying with an R rating, too. So, Which is something that I think could be awesome for a Batman movie. I agree. So our last section then is favorite or best Batman. Oh boy, you know it, it's one that uh, has also been haunting me today. I think for me, I think my favorite Batman has to go to. I guess I can just group them together. I think Christian Bale. I think that. I think the Dark Knight trilogy is my favorite Batman. Um, I think uh, they played it out well. It's not cheesy and corny. There's not like weird things that kind of stuck out to me. Um, I really liked uh, the Dark Knight Batman. Yeah. I forgot which one was me for a second. <laughs> <laughs> which I don't understand at all. <laughs> um... I don't know. <laughs> he runs. Get back here. Oh my God. Where is he? Uh, sorry, I couldn't help it. <laughs> um, this is such a tough question, to be really honest with you. Uh, Batman in chat says, Bale, Keaton, Affleck, Kilmer, anyone but Clooney. <laughs> yeah, Clooney was not a good Batman. We discussed that a little bit earlier. Yeah. Um, Kilmer was not a good Wayne, but I thought he was a good Batman. He was fine. He's not my pick, I'm just saying. <laughs> Between the two, they, they flipped. If we could have got Kilmer to be Batman and Clooney to be Wayne, I think we would have had a solid movie. Eh, maybe. Um, it's tough. I mean, I, I completely see the logic um, from Caleb's standpoint on, on the Bale trilogy, Batman. I feel like there's always going to be a part of me that, that leans heavy on Keaton. Eaton was an all-around great casting choice, period. He was good as Batman, and he was good as Wayne. Um, I really like Ben Affleck's portrayal of Batman, though. Wow. Um, but when I think Batman, I think Kevin Conroy. There you go. And it comes full circle. I almost thought you were going to go to another Batman-Superman pick for someone who's kind of hating on it. Like I said, I feel like there were some really great things 
in the movie. I just didn't think the movie itself was good. But, uh... Yeah, I don't know. I, I, gun to my head, I, it's it's Conroy all day. But it, it's a very close tie for second between Keaton and uh, Affleck, I think. Let me get away from the microphone. <sighs> okay. You know, for me, it really depends on mood and day. If I'm feeling nostalgic and I, I just want kind of a clean Batman, I think of Keaton. If I want a lot of action and I want a little bit more substance and a variety of story to tell with Batman, I think of Bale. But if I want the Batman that just kind of kicks ass, I think of Affleck. Nice. So, like, it's really just dependent on my mood. Like, Yeah, I think that's fair. So those three are interchangeable depending on those aspects. Um, so it, it's hard to pick one. I don't think I can pick one because it would change depending on uh, what day we did this podcast. The next time yeah. I would correct myself and say, you know what? I really liked Keaton because of blah, blah, blah. But then Bale because of this. You see this full story arc get played out uh, that we didn't get to see with Keaton because he only got two films. Um, same as Affleck. We didn't get to see him more. Uh, he's done, too, obviously. Um, so, yeah, they're interchangeable for me. I, I can't pick one, and uh, there are no rules where I have to, so... There you go. What now? <laughs> but, ultimately, this this was uh, all done. Shout-out to IGN, who posted something. We wanted to talk about Batman, and they had this really cool thing uh, to give feedback to their community that I thought we could... Uh, snag and kind of tweak for ours here and we all like batman so it made sense yeah i think um, this is one that for whatever reason i kind of had overlooked when we were talking about different things we can do and uh i was glad you stumbled upon it because this was uh it was good to reminisce yeah and, and anything that you guys want to do like this if there's like a genre of things like uh that you want to touch on obviously come fall we're going to talk about scary things um, speaking of that, I just watched Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, and uh, y'all should watch that movie. I don't know if I can, man. That, that, that the, the one from the preview with the big spidery looking thing, yeah. like, I just don't think I can do it. Yeah, you should watch it. It was really cool. Uh, I read the books as a <laughs> I'm kid, already so. arachnophobic, and I got that from uh, John Goodman in uh, Arachnophobia. Yeah. Um, but with that, let's talk about in our normal closing segment, because we have a little bit of time today. Um, wait, 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 wait. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, we got another scene? No. What you doing? Oh, hey, hey. <laughs> so, so, who are you asking me? Gotcha. Yeah, I guess so. Okay, uh, so with that, like I said, I recently watched Scary Stories of Telling Dark. Highly recommend it. It was a lot of fun if you read the books. Um, by no means is it like a game changer as far as a scary film. Um, it just hit the, all the right buttons as far as what I wanted out of a film, and it reminded me of a classic... 80s film like Nightmare on Elm Street with uh, a monster and teenagers running from it one by one. They're getting picked off. Spoiler alert. Um, quite the standard trope for a, a horror film, but, you know. Um, it's It was a good one. I enjoyed it. Uh, I've been catching up on The Walking Dead. I'm actually up to date on that. And uh, 
kind of sad that they ended on the episode they ended. They aired 15 episodes this season. They did not air their 16th and season finale because it did not get finished in time. The edit, that is. Uh, so they said later this fall, um, we'll hopefully get <laughs> the season finale we didn't get. Um, and with that, the other thing that I've been doing, because I am still working from home, um, I have a television on in the background while I work, and we've been working our way through, as mentioned earlier, on the X-Files. Um, my wife has not seen all of them, so I'm finally sitting down and watching all of the seasons with her, and the movies, the two movies. So we're through the first disc on uh, season seven. So... Uh, other than go. that, I've been working my way slowly through Final Fantasy VII Remake and uh, Death Stranding. Haven't really played too many other games. I spend a lot of my time popping in a game for my kid, and then he just kind of plays. So, um, but with that, uh, who goes next? Is it you, Caleb? Or yeah, I think so. Rotationally, right. year after. Yeah. Caleb, you are after Travis, yes. We'll do this. Is it weird that I always forget the rotation? Um, <laughs> Sorry. Hey, Caleb. Well, in this case, uh, we kind of eschewed it a little bit there. That's how true. Travis wound up first. Yeah. yeah. Travis, what were you going to ask me? Oh, what you doing? <laughs> um, so I am also been, have been working through this stuff. I had you know, the first couple weeks off, like we talked about. Um, and so now I go in a couple days a week and I make some phone calls from home. It's rather laid back. Um, but you know, the times that I go in, they, they get on the long side. Um, and, uh, other than that, I've been playing a ton of animal crossing I put probably a stupid amount of hours in whether or not my, um, game looks like it. I just kind of aimlessly walk around and, uh, don't really do too much. I've gotten to the point where now I'm like playing around with how I want to do paths and stuff. And, uh, we kind of talked just before we started recording where we're all getting, I won't say bored, but we're running out of things to do currently. Um, and so. That's something that, uh, you know, I'm trying to find other games. I think I'm going to hop back into Borderlands 3. I took a big, big break from that after it came out. Um, but uh, I'm really looking forward to Man Eater. Uh, I don't know what console I'm going to play it on. Um, uh, you guys familiar? No, what's yeah. that? You're not familiar? It's basically, if, do you remember Echo from Sega? Like Echo the Dolphin? Yeah, it's like that, but you're a shark and you try oh. to eat. And you'll just like destroy the world and like you can get different skins and yeah i linked this to you the other day travis that's what you linked uh, to me okay yes i'm familiar yeah super excited for that um always also just kind of looking out for weird like indie titles and stuff um on on the switch and stuff like that there's this game i play on uh pc a lot or more recently called Superland. i believe it's like a you're like a Superland. little land yeah that's like on my wish list mini stick figure that's a super fun game uh, yeah you would be it would be up your aisle it's kind of like a puzzler um so other than that just kind of tinkering uh me and jessica the wife have been uh binging through a couple shows um right now we're kind of taking turns on shows that one has seen almost fully and the other hasn't seen at all so it's a show that i've seen almost fully it's psych uh she hasn't seen much of it so we're th- on season eight now of psych and i really enjoy that it's super funny and uh yeah that's what we're doing it's a good ass show Nice. There you go. And that's uh, is that the end of the episode? No. <laughs> oh, oh no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> uh, hey, and Rob. now it's done. <laughs> well, he right. didn't run off. Hey Rob. <laughs> I'll let you get it prepared. What you doing? Uh, it's my turn. I, why yeah. don't I have a sad react? I thought I had a sad react. <laughs> 
Well, not, well now I'm sad about my lack of sad. There's a sad <laughs> emote on the, on the screen. <laughs> so, um, in terms of uh, watching stuff, I've actually been binge rewatching King of the Hill. Nice. I am currently on season seven of that. Um, ah, and every time, fun. every time I turn the show on, I'm reminded of how wholesome and yet still funny the show is, and I'm floored by the fact that it uh, it is that good. It's it's but, um, it's a great show. It really that's one that we should do an episode on. I think King of the Hill. Yeah, I think we should dive into that show. Caleb, are you familiar with it? Oh, it's a show that I've seen like you know a handful of times, less than ten times. So I'm not familiar with it. Okay, well, maybe we really can convince that. I tell you yeah. what, I say, seven a.m. and already that boy ain't right. <laughs> it's such a good show, such a good show. Uh, Travis, I actually just earlier today, I watched the one where they convince a grow shop to sponsor them in a rose competition. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> I like the one where he uh, steals Luann's mannequin head for that she was practicing. Yes, that, one's, that one is surprisingly early in the series. Um, anyway, I could talk about King of the Hill for forever. I love that show. Yeah, that should um, be an episode. Uh, this wasn't any kind of recent because it was actually back when, uh, before, I should say, before uh, the lockdown and everything. Um... I got a buddy that I watched shows with during our hour lunch break at work. Um, and the one we just had to stop watching because of the outbreak was Person of Interest. But immediately before Person of Interest, we actually just finished Psych. Um, which is also a really, really great show. I just wanted to, to point that out. You were talking about it. I loved Psych. That show was yeah. hilarious. I think I'm pretty sure Psych 2 is still to be released, like the movie, the second little movie. That is correct. You are 100% correct. Um, I just saw something not that long ago about how it's um, in pre-production finally, I think. But uh, anyway, psych, phenomenal show. King of the Hill is what I'm, I'm marathoning through right now. Uh, I mentioned earlier I have been playing Animal Crossing, just not with the same fervor that I was when it first came out. Um, I spent a little bit of time this afternoon actually playing Star Wars Battlefront 2. Nice. nice. Um, since we did that stream of it yesterday, it reminded me how much I actually really enjoyed the game. Um, I have Origin Access on PC, the, the, which is basically EA Access, but it's the PC version of it. Um, and so I scooped up Battlefront 2 for free through that and had a ton of fun playing that earlier. But believe it or not, that's kind of it's kind of it. It's been very low key for me lately in terms of. Uh, stuff that I'm doing. Um, hey, no worries, Batman. I'm just, uh, I'm glad you got to come hang out with us at all, dude. Don't don't worry about it. Real life is a thing for sure. Um, Batman saying he was sorry he had to run last night. He was hanging out with us for a while while we were streaming. Um, okay, that's fair. I did pick up Generation Zero, uh, which is another PC game uh, over this past weekend. Um, Says Kevin in chat. It's What's that? As it says, Kevin in chat, because now it just sounds yeah. like you're talking to yourself. <laughs> you're not having a conversation with the listeners. That's true. That's true. Uh, my inner monologue is getting very loud lately. That's that's what's happening here. Um, 
No, but but not so Silent Bob and Chad pointed out that we we picked up Generation Zero, and that's true. Um, I'm terrible at describing things. Apparently, I've learned this about myself recently. Um, it's kind of a survival game, ish. Um, no, that's not accurate at all. <laughs> you run around, you shoot robots. I mean, that's that's what I got for you. you, you so... When you very first start the game, it gives you some uh, story about how uh, Sweden ramped up robot production for something, and apparently something went wrong, and now it's robot apocalypse. Um, if you've ever seen Black Mirror, they had that episode Metalhead with the little dogs running around. Um, think those, but larger. Uh, they got, like, rear-mounted turrets and shit. Uh, when you first start off, you you know you have no weapons, no health packs, nothing like that, and then you kind of scavenge through houses looking for weapons and ammo and stuff like that. Uh, Kevin describes it as sort of like Horizon Zero Dawn set in '80s Sweden. Um, <laughs> Batman rear-mounted is not technically rear-mounted. accurate. <laughs> um, they're they're top-mounted, I guess, but they're mounted kind of towards the butt, which is why I said rear-mounted. But they're butt-mounted. Yeah, it's it, it it's like a dog with a turret on its back. It's like a shark with a freaking laser beam. Um, it is not set in the '80s though, Kev. We just happened to pick '80s looking characters. Um, <laughs> what funky is butt loving. You are correct. <laughs> what is that? But yeah, so I, I I dumped a pretty decent amount of hours into Gen Zero over the weekend. Um, it's a fun game, but I mean it's it's no more complicated than that. Like there's a mystery. Um. No, it starts talking about stuff in the 80s, but it's not set in the 80s, as far as I recall. Those are some really, uh, Kevin questioning whether or not it's set in the 80s. Um, those are some super advanced things. I don't believe you. Um, he said he just looked. I think he's making it up. But so that's it. That's, that's what I got. I played some Gen Zero. I played some Star Wars. I watched some King of the Hill. And now I'm over here thinking about how powerful Sackboy is. That's right. <laughs> You're standing on my sack, boy. Well, with that, <laughs> we come to another closure of the Dosage Podcast. One of the things I want to highlight the most, if you have not followed us yet, the majority of the content that we put out outside of our podcast here from Caleb and his Dose of Nerd Audio, which you should find on podcast platforms, uh, as well as finding us. If you have not already, if you're listening, you've probably found us. Maybe. I don't know how you're hearing me, if not. Uh, But we are the Dosage (laughs) Podcast, brought to you by Dose of Nerd Acumen. But again, most importantly, the bulk of our content is featured on our live stream content shows on twitch.tv slash Dose of Nerd Acumen. And we have our weekly episodic series called Nerd Acumen Wrestling every Thursday night, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can compete and be a character on the show. All you gotta do is have a copy of 2K19 on Xbox One or know someone that does upload using hashtag N-A-W and we'll feature your character that could be in competition each and every week. Compete for titles. Compete for bragging rights. Compete just to compete. Because it's fun. And it's what we do. Outside of that, we have a new regular show every Saturday, switching to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you're bored on a Saturday night because you can't go anywhere currently, join us for Lockbox Jackbox Games with Rob. It's a lot of fun. You can win strands to use 
for title opportunities on NAW. Plus, just hang out with the community because it's fun. Another thing that you could check out each and every week is our ongoing, I guess it started out as a rogue series, but now it's just cool games. I'll call it cool, cool Kev, cool games with Kev. It's a pretty lame title, but I'm going with it. So that's on Mondays, every Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have an upcoming episode of Andrea Lana Scared Stiff coming up next week. She's going to be playing The Evil Within, so you're going to want to pay attention to that for when that goes live. In addition to that, in the month of May, we are also featuring a game that I talked about that I much excite for, Star Wars Episode One Racer. going to be playing that on the Nintendo Switch here next week sometime. Towards the end of the month, concluding May, I might be doing a playthrough, a complete playthrough, not in one sitting, but multiple streams of Saints Row 3 Remastered, because I'm very excited to mess around with that. Plus so much more in the month of May. If you're not following us on Twitch, you should do so and join the 724 others that are currently. Trevor wants more E.T. I don't have any class. Well, I take that back. Friday is supposed to be a Classics Lounge Day. Um, stay tuned for that. I don't know what I'm doing exactly. I have the, I have the day off. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, but beyond that, follow us on social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, where else are we? YouTube. YouTube. Hey, that's a good one. We archive everything on YouTube.com slash Dose of Nerd Acumen. But that's, that's all I got for you guys. Any, any shout-outs? No? Shout-out to the community. You guys are awesome, and we love you. Yes, major thank you to the community. Um, a few of you contributed <laughs> high-dollar amounts to make a dream of mine come true. And that dream is to have an authentic replica championship rated R spinner belt, which I'm staring at on my floor right now. It arrived today. And uh, with that, That's awesome. the other you one... You better that, post a picture of that. I Go will on. be. I have to get a frame for it. The other one we have was a replica from not WWE Direct. It was just a replica that was made. Uh, it looks pretty close, but you could tell the difference in quality. Um, but with that, we are actually going to do that as a giveaway, as a prize for people. The other one we have is a championship belt. Um, so, Locke, you better win it. No? I'm gonna. <laughs> so. I hope. Oh, besides <laughs> that, I got some frames for the pictures that Henry and I got taken with Sting and New Day at Survivor Series. Nice. So, oh, back when people were allowed out of the house. Right. Yeah, I know. Weird Those to think days. that that was, like, the last event for a while that I'll go to. Sucks. Sucks mostly because I had tickets for three concerts this year. I had tickets for the first week of June, which is canceled already, uh, to go see Newfound Glory and Simple Plan. I'm really bummed that I'm not going to be able to go to that. August, back-to-back... One week apart from each other. I was supposed to go see 311 and Incubus, as well as Weezer, Green Day, and Fall Out Boy. And most likely wow. those are going to be canceled too. That sucks. Yep. Because that would have been fucking phenomenal. <sighs> but here we are. That's alright though. I'd rather stay home, save lives, and be safe. 
Yep. No, no question. I heard that. But with that, ladies and gentlemen, again, thank you all for being such an amazing community. If you've listened through this entire one, thank you for the creators of Batman for making us all these years later from your creation have this conversation as friends, as pals, as fans about some nerdy stuff because Bob Kane, thank you, Batman. Of course, he would give us that. Batman in chat says Bob Kane. But yes, thank you. Bob Kane and Bill Finger. Bill Finger, that's his name? Bill Finger. That's unfortunate. With that, I'm going to hit the finger on the button to stop this episode because another one is in the books. Thank you, Caleb. Thank you, Rob. There's clapping. Thank you, Travis. Thank you, Caleb. Yeah, thank you, guys. It was a good one. You guys are the best. Couldn't have asked for a better trio right here. So, until next time, we don't know what we're doing yet, but stay tuned. We're going to find something interesting that we want to talk about for an hour and a half. Because I promise you, even if it's such as a simple thing as Batman and which one's your favorite, it turned into 90 minutes of fun. When at first I was like, this is going to go super quick, and it didn't. (laughs) So, but here we are. I'm still stalling. I'll see you guys next time. (laughs) Until next time. Thanks for watching. Yeah, take care.